4: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena?
3: Like, really love?
5: Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano.
3: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon.
5: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
6: Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com, or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now
7: let's get this party started! You're
6: listening to Fox Sports Radio. We're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. What up? What you hope you're having a great Friday. Doug Gottlieb show. Call 888-FARMERS. Make a switch. You could... Save an average of $470 in auto insurance. There's a lot of money for a quick phone call, don't you think? That's the average nationwide savings survey data July to December
7: 2020. We are farmers.
6: Got a great hour of the show for you um, as we lead you up into Super Bowl Sunday. T. Higgins going to join us in 30 minutes. Sean O'Hara in a moment. Do you think, like, I don't think music knows how well he has it. Ryan is the only one of the crew that is not yet 30 years old. Um, uh, Byer's a little younger than I am. And then Ramos is about my age, right? And, but, but Ramos, you and I and Byer, we can commiserate. Like when we were kids, the Super Bowl, and maybe it was better that way, the Super Bowl sucked. It was like the opposite of now. The commercials seemed great and the, the game was bad. Now, I feel like the commercials stink and the games have been amazing. Game's been amazing. Uh, The weekend put 7 million of his own dollars into the kitty. So should be a good halftime show. And it's not like they got fans to clear out, right? Can they do all the fake fans? You know, they always bring in the, like the, the, the people that are on the field. Can they bring that in with social distancing or they have to maintain six feet apart? I don't know. They'll probably do something really cool with masks. That would be my guess, right? Like there'll be some sort of deal where they'll have like videos playing on people's masks. Don't you think, see that coming? But I don't know if young people have any idea how good they have it. Back in my day, Super Bowls were over at the half and we loved it, damn it. Right? That's what we did. Super Bowls were over at the half. The Washington Redskins played the Denver Broncos. That's the one that's foremost in my mind. And... When I was a kid, I just was drawn to the Broncos. I just I love the way Elway won games, right? And I, you know, the the Washington Redskins at the time like countered Trey. Remember this is Joe Gibbs era. What do you remember about that Super Bowl? That was uh, Super Bowl twenty two. Super Bowl twenty two, yeah, forty two to ten, and that seemed and. First quarter, remember Broncos were up ten nothing, and I think they got stopped on like uh, on going forward on fourth and goal. Like they they went for the jugular. The Redskins scored thirty five points in the second quarter. John Elway was fourteen of thirty eight with three picks. <laughs> I mean, and some guy. Do you remember the guy whose name became synonymous with that? at that Super Bowl, a guy named Timmy Smith, who no one ever heard before or since, or heard from before or since, but Timmy Smith was, he ran for 204 yards. My point was, though, it was 10 nothing, and people were like, oh, John Elway's going to break through, win his first Super Bowl. And then they're down 35-10 at halftime, and it was over. That was, a, that was it was it. I can't say I watched another play of the Super Bowl. Can't say it can't say I watched another play of of that Super Bowl after halftime, but slowly but surely they've gotten better. And the Patriots era has given us some of the best Super Bowls, including even the biggest upset of our lifetime, which was when the New York Giants upset the New England Patriots who were undefeated 18 and 0 in the Super Bowl. You know who's part of that team? Our next guest. He's Super Bowl champion. His team took down Tom Brady and the Patriots. He's Sean O'Hara of the NFL Network. Always love having you on uh, Super Bowl week. Sean, how are you?
8: Hey, Doug. Doing well, man. Always uh, always a fun week, Super Bowl week.
6: Yeah. Um, when, when I say Super Bowl week, for a guy like you, what what comes to your mind?
8: Well, obviously, um, you know, uh, the New York Giants slaying Goliath in Super Bowl 42. Uh, right. just kind of pop, pops right to the frontal lobe. Um, you know, I I think the the, the one thing that jumps out of me with the Super Bowl is the the best team doesn't always win, and I think that's what's great about the Super Bowl. Um, and you know, it's just kind of it's really it's it's you know, all right, who, who who has the better day? And and I think you know the Giants represented that you know many moons ago in in, in that exact circumstance. So. Um, this this game really it pits two really good offenses and and two two teams that um, deserve to be there and they're both really good teams but um, you know the Super Bowl is all about just somebody stepping up and making a play somebody like David Tyree who going into the game nobody would have ever thought we would be talking about after the game but um, you know in in these type of situations and games somebody just shows up and makes a big play and it ends up being Uh, a game-changing play
6: but but a big part and again forgive me because i was watching you were actually playing right but a big part of actually both the giants wins in the super bowl was the defensive line and their ability to disrupt tom brady now now brady obviously he gets to his spot more than mahomes who's a lot more comfortable on the move but you know like look i don't care what you draw up and 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 i understand how good Kansas City is in the screen game. I, I respect that, right? So even if you're, you're coming hard, they, they find ways to navigate some of that pass rush. But if, if you're constantly in the backfield of a great offense, a great quarterback, none of them are comfortable when they got people at their feet and people in their face, correct?
8: No, absolutely. I mean, it's, it, it, imagine having the best pitcher in the world on the mound, and you're allowed to roll things at his legs and hit him while he's trying to throw strikes and that's basically what the, the they are. That's what Tom Brady is. He's a pitcher and if you can get him off the mound, it's a lot harder to paint the corners. And you know, when you look at, at at what our Giants defensive line did against Tom Brady back at Super Bowl 42. You look at look at what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense was able to do against Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship game. You know, Aaron Rodgers he he was getting sacked. He got sacked four times in that game. Two times, the first two sacks were by JPP, and they were playing zone covers. They weren't even blitzing. They were only rushing four. So uh, that's absolutely a factor, and, and, and I think the, you know, as much as you probably talk about Brady and Mahomes this entire week, it's going to come down to the guys up front. And, you know, for the Chiefs, you know, as much as we're talking about Tom Brady and getting pressure on him, you know, look, Mahomes is more athletic, and he can ad-lib and move around. But, um, you know, I don't know the last time a, a Super Bowl team – a team won the Super Bowl with backup tackles on both sides. I've seen the Eagles did it a couple of years ago with, with Vitae left tackle when Jason Peters went down, but that's not the ideal situation for the Chiefs O-line to be in right now.
6: Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. Take me through the screen game, though, because how it's been described to me, like, obviously all of us laymen were sitting here going like, yeah, you just run a screen pass, right? You know, it's no big deal. Like, you let the you let the defensive line through and it, it makes them question how hard they're coming after the quarterback. Is there something... And, of course, you played against this a ton when Andy was in, in Philadelphia. You guys executed some of it, although Eli not as adept at, at moving as McNabb was. Um, how much of a factor do you think that is in Kansas City's attack?
8: Well, look, there's... When people say screen games, you know, there's... There's screen games, and then there's Andy Reid's screen game. And those are two totally different concepts. Most people, screens uh, offensively, you have two types of screens. You have a wide, rescue, wide receiver screen, which is either a quick throw out there in space, and you have one blocker out there, or a running back screen, right? So you leak the running back out, and you try to sneak on the offensive lineman out in front of him to block. When it comes to Andy Reid's offense he's got about 50 different screens he's got he's got wide receiver screens that are that have tight ends running out in front of them blocking he's got five elephants on parade um... he finds a way to incorporate down the field wide receiver screens and what he'll do is he'll run clear out routes with the other receivers and then run a shallow cross by the outside receiver and he'll just basically run right by all the other receivers and kind of use them as a rub route and that's technically a screen for them so uh, he does a great job of mastering and man- manipulating the defenses by moving running backs around. You'll see a lot of pre-snap motion from the Chiefs, and that's to set up reverses and screens and basically get their guy on the move because they, they're basically a track team. They've got a 4-by-4 four four relay team playing wide receiver, and they just feel like, look, we're going to beat you a flat-out speed. We're going to get to the corner. We're going to outflank you. Um, and they've done it week in and week out. But Andy Reid also uses that screen – game to his running backs almost like an extension of the running game and what he do, what he wants to do is just get him out in space so Clyde Edwards Hilaire could be that David Tyree that I was mentioning before
6: yeah and especially as a rookie but a guy who has performed at the highest level at the college level and sometimes when you're a rookie you're a young player you don't know any better right you don't you don't you don't really know that hey these opportunities don't come along uh nearly as often as as they seem I I do I do want to ask you like Dude, you you're the same age as Tom Brady. Can you imagine? Can you imagine still playing and playing at this level? Like that that part is Okay, so here's the question. You you, you played, you won this thing. Remember to fathom as somebody who went through all of this that he's 43 or that this is his 10th Super Bowl.
8: Oh, uh, I, I think they're equal. I, I think they're equally as impressive, but I think the tenth Super Bowl trumps all of that. I mean, we we've seen guys play, uh, you know, uh, p- play into their forties before. Um, Kurt Warner did it, and Favre did it, um, and you know, I, I think the caliber with which he's playing is remarkable. Um, but. Is even as good as you play as one person, it's still a team game. So the fact that he's he's going into his 10th one is, is really is remarkable. But, um, you know, I, I think, you know, Tom, look, he decided at 27, years old that he was going to take care of his body. And I think, you know, it's great, it's great to see uh, the old guy doing it. You know, win, win one for the old guys. Um, there, there's plenty of guys out there that are weekend warriors that are rooting for him. But uh, I think more importantly, the, the fact that he's been able to play at such a high level consistently has been a huge part. So to answer your first question, yeah, sure. I'll come back and play again at this age. If I could play quarterback and get hit three times a game, but don't ask me to play center. Yeah,
6: <laughs> Sean O'Hara joining us on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio. Um, uh, for, for uh, and, and look, the, the process this year is so different, right? Because there, there's, there was no media day. There's no crazy media night. There's, there's not the same ticket requests, Right. It, um, and obviously, it's different with Tampa kind of playing at home, sleeping in and Kansas City. not even there yet. Right. Like it's it, it, it is different. The game itself, I've heard from so many people, it goes really, really fast. Um, what, what what are your memories on the pace of it? Because the national anthem pomp and circumstance way bigger. Right. Uh, but the game itself feels like a normal game, feels different. You know, uh, how does it actually feel to play?
8: Yeah, good question. It's, you know, I'll tell you what the the week leading up to the game takes forever and it just drags on. You can't wait to get the game going. But, you know, even the day of the game, you go out there and you warm up, and I remember being on the field, all the players kind of have their own little routine that you go through before you come out as a team. And I looked around the field and I'm like, "Where are all the Patriots players?" There was not one single Patriots player out on the field doing his own personal warm-up. And I looked around, and I'm like, okay, we're the dummies. Because they, 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 they've been there before. They understood, save your energy. Like, they, this is a long day. You don't need to go out and do your your own warm-up beforehand because you need to save your energy. And so we, you know, we started talking about, it like, hey, guys, you know, shorten your routine, get inside, get off your legs, because, uh, you know, the one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to bonk out. And just emotionally, guys get zapped sometimes. So, um, you know, then you come out and you warm up as a team. Normally, you warm up as a team. They play the national anthem. You do the coin toss, and you're playing in the Super Bowl. You come out. You've got a presentation. You've got a national anthem. You've got God Bless America. You've got a, the coin toss takes 10 minutes. I mean, it's literally 25 to 30 minutes out there before you even kick off. So it's unlike any game you've ever experienced. Um, you know, once kickoff happens, yeah, it, it becomes football as as usual and kind of a blur. But um, you know, I, I do remember going in halftime and saying, Man, that was a quick half.
6: Um, if if Brady wins and he pulls you aside and says, Sean, what do you think? Shouldn't you just walk away? Like you ca like at at some point it ends poorly. If he if he were to ask you, what would you say?
8: Run it back. Run it back, why not? I mean Brady like his I know he's got the T B twelve method and the books and the pliability and all stuff, but his whole mantra is that's great. Can you do it again? And I think for him, he enjoys that challenge. He enjoys the journey and the struggle just as much, if not more, than the actual achievement and the
6: destination. Um, okay, what about Mahomes? There there's a lot of there's this big assumption that well like look, he's got a chance to be the greatest of all time and and he went to second. But like look, his big contract hasn't really taken hold of that salary cap. And I, you know, like I remember watching Dan Marino in the Super Bowl. I, I do, I mean, I remember I remember that the Montana my hamster died, or actually my sister's hamster died at halftime. Like we all remember that as kids in Palo Alto, Montana, Marino, and it felt like we were gonna see that matchup for a long time. It never came to be again. I know Andy Reid's a great coach, but Don Shula was a great coach, right? So there are some parallels there. Are we assuming that, that history is going to put him in this game a bunch of other times when the reality is, outside of Brady, that doesn't really happen?
8: Well, I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers is a, is a perfect case study with that, too. You know, I mean, he's been one of the best quarterbacks uh, you know, throughout his career, and yet you know, he's been derailed by injuries and, you know, getting bounced one and done in in the postseason. So, yeah, it can happen. Um, I think Mahomes is just on a whole other level, and he's been able to overcome so much uh, because of his athleticism and his ability to kind of make plays happen ad-lib and and creatively. Different than, you know, even Rodgers, and different certainly than Brady and, and some of the other quarterbacks that you named. So, I think the Chiefs are are, are built to to become a dynasty. And, you know, obviously if they win this one, you know, the dynasty, you know, starts to become part of the conversation. But, you know, Mahomes' contract is also – it was a very team-friendly contract. I know everybody looked at the total value of it. But, um, you know, look, everything's going to look different with the pandemic and what that does to the cap. But in the long run, Mahomes said, look, I'm not going anywhere. And the fact that they have – cost certainty at the at the most important cap position in the nfl i think that benefits the chiefs
6: sean listen it's always uh, great to watch you on tv man you do an amazing job and even better to catch up with you on my show so i can i can i can use all of your knowledge and call it my own thanks so much for joining us enjoy super week and we appreciate you being our guest on fox sports radio all right thanks doug always a pleasure man Sean O'Hara brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like cramming a full year's worth of cash back into one of those cash-shaped birthday cards. Cashback match only Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. All right, who wins? Brady and Mahomes. Boxer Chiefs. My official Super Bowl picks. Next.
7: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
9: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with I'm
4: Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley
10: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Okay, let's uh l- let's let's do this thing, shall we? That's what we need to do. Do this thing. Okay, let's get to the official Super Bowl picks and why. Thunder! Five NFL, five college. Five on three, one, two, three. Fire! It's five for five with Doug Godley.
7: Let's go, Five!
6: I right. I'm. I'm obviously not gonna, not gonna make five picks. I mean, that would be that'd be dumb. That'd be dumb. But there, there are lots of different options for your betting desires. Right? Uh, okay. Chiefs, Buccaneers. The spread is Kansas City three point dogs. The over under is fifty six points. So you do the math. That means, excuse me. I, I say the Chiefs. Sorry. Chiefs are favored by three. The three-point favorites. The Buccaneers are three-point dogs. The over-under is 56. So that means that the assumption is the score is somewhere in the 24 to 22, 21 variety, right? The money line, obviously, you make more money if you bet on Tampa. The Chiefs led the league in passing offense, 303 yards a game. The Buccaneers rank second in passing offense. So you have two teams that throw it around a lot, but not two that necessarily feel like they're going to score a lot. Now, part of this is Brady has never scored or thrown a touchdown pass in the first quarter of any of his nine Super Bowl appearances. Um I think that makes the the first quarter line. Uh, to me and the easy pick in which you you take the over or you take Brady to score first, just cause they haven't, they're going to try and be, you would, you would guess aggressive. Now, Cameron Brate's got a bad back and, but the chiefs did allow 954 yards receiving to tight ends in the regular season. And Cameron Brate, who has that bad back, had 11 catches, 149 yards, In the 2021 playoffs so far, Gronk 45 catches during the regular season. And that that started to trend upwards at the end of the year. Tampa's offense, seventh in the red zone, 11th on third down. And their defense, uh, Kansas City's defense is actually worst in the red zone in terms of touchdown percentage. Let's start with this. Just in terms of picking a winner, I think Tampa finds a way to win the game. Is it the Tom Brady factor? A little bit. I just, I've seen enough of these games where we talk about the offense, the offense, the offense, and defense does in fact win championships. It's a cliche that is a cliche because it's been overused and overused, but it's also true. Uh, Tampa wins. I think my score was 27, 24 ish. You do the math. Okay. That's 51 points. That's under. So I would like the, the the Buccaneers and the points, the Buccaneers on the money line, and the under. Those are my picks. Five
7: on three. One, two, three. Wow. There it is. Five NFL. Let's go five. Five college. Five for five with Doug Gottlieb.
6: Byer, what do you got? What's your are you giving out your picks today? You yeah, any... and
0: and actually mine was in one of the uh the Fox Sports radio tweets that was sent out. I had the Buccaneers winning 30 to 28.
6: Um okay. What uh, yeah, Buccaneers win 30-28. We're very close. I was 27-24. Ryan Music, what's your pick?
7: I will go with the
6: Buccaneers as well. Um I will go with the Buccaneers 28 Chiefs 24. Um Okay. You took, you took the Chiefs 28 24, is that what you said? No, Buccaneers. Buccaneers. I'm sorry. We're all taking the. Oh, and I feel really bad. All right, Ramos, you're going to break the tie. Are you, you going to side with us? I am going to side gonna, with Dan uh, Beyer. No, I'm going to side with all of you. I think uh, I'm going to take the Bucks as well. I think 28 24 sounds about right. It's going to be lower. You don't want the Chiefs to score too much. So I think defense is a game. I like the Bucks 28 24. Wow. That's where we are. We're all agreeing. We're all agreeing. I, we all all agree that it's a close game too. I agree. You know, there, there's there is one kind of factor. There is one factor that, to me, is really really important. Is the kicker, right? Now, I have honest question for you, Ram, uh, not, uh, Ryan Music. Do you know who the kicker is for the Tampa Buccaneers?
7: Um, isn't it Suckup? Or did he get hurt? I thought
0: it was Ryan Suckup.
6: All right. You you Bayer, you know this, don't you? Yeah, I thought it was Suck Up. Yeah, it's Suck Up. And Harrison Budker is the kicker for the Chiefs. Butker has had trouble with his extra points this year. And and he he hasn't been now he came in with a sterling reputation and did not have a did not have a great year at all. As for suck up, he's a guy, you know, he's had up uh, they've all, all these kickers, they they go through these ups and downs or whatever. Um, but the kicking game is to me a very much underrated part, very much an underrated part of who wins and loses. Remember when Brady, when they lost to uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles, Guskowski was he missed a field goal, makeable field goal, and missed an extra point. So how these guys reacted, um, how these guys react, I think in this in this type of game is going to be fascinating. Ryan suck up this year. He His only misses between 40 and 49, he's missed two. 50-plus, he missed one, although he did hit 150-yarder. Extra points, he's also struggled with. Only 52 of 57 on extra points. You know, we we, we talk about Brady, we talk about Belichick, Andy Reid, and all these other guys. By the way, it should be pointed out, Ryan Suckup, once upon a time, was the kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs. That was before Andy Reid got there, he was with the Kansas City Chiefs, and then um, he uh, he was okay, and they got rid of him. But he had made his last year with the Chiefs. He made every extra point, but that was back when it was the the short extra point. Since they've lengthened the extra point, he hasn't been great, and this year especially, he's only at ninety one percent with the extra points. So I, I I'm we're all in agreeance. But I do wonder if we gloss over the kicking game because it's been such a huge huge factor in who's won and lost Super Bowls right We just we just make these assumptions that well, if they're here, they got to have a great kicking game and these guys aren't bad kickers. Butker has the better reputation. He's been the better kicker throughout his uh, recently in his career. but but Butker is a guy who also hasn't been nearly as good this year. As he has been in the past. And I, I, I wonder. You know. This year extra points. 42 of 48. He too has struggled. He's also missed two field goals. Between 40 and 49. But got a bigger leg. Made all four of his 50 plus yard field goals. Of course, in Tampa, weather shouldn't be a factor. It's not supposed to be hot, but it's not supposed to be bad.
7: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
6: Uh, This is going to be fun. T. Higgins will join us in a moment. It's Doug Gottlieb Show live from the uh, Fox Sports Radio Farmers Insurance Studios. Call 888-FARMERS and you can save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. T. Higgins, rookie wide receiver, I guess now completed his rookie year with the Cincinnati Bengals, joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Thanks to the Panini Trading Card Company. T, thanks so much. I uh, hope you're well, man. How would you describe your first season in the NFL?
11: Definitely different. You know, uh, definitely different. You know, going from playing in front of you know, eighty thousand at Clemson to you know my first game in the NFL, zero fans. You know, that was you know it was it was crazy. But you know, you just have to bring your own energy and just going out there and just you know, like you said, I was throwing in the fire and you know, it was just, it
6: was hard, but, you know, I, I got it done. So. First time you met uh, AJ Green, what was that like for you?
11: First time I met him um, was, you know, you know, first day at camp uh, when he came in and, uh, you know, great guy, great guy. You know, um, you know, he's just, he's everything everybody said he was, you know, says he
6: is and, you know, he's quiet, you know, he's a great mentor. And he's just a great guy. As a mentor, is he a, like, is he text you like? Hey, young buck! Like, let's go let's go catch some balls. Is he? Is he super quiet? Keeps to himself. And you just got to observe him. Like, what is he and how? How does he handle? Uh, yeah. Um, you specifically.
11: Yeah, yeah. We kind of, you know, I, I say we kind of the same. You know, he's super quiet, and you know, I was just, you know, watching things that he did. Um, if I had a question, you know, I ask and he answer, you know. And it's just you know things that I saw him do on the field, off the field, is you know things I was you know learning,
6: and you know he's just a great guy. So, give me give me one give me one thing on the field that, that you picked up from him that you you're adding to your game.
11: Yeah, um, you know releases. Uh, you know he's told me just got to be more physical than the guy in front of you, and you know that's one thing that I, you know I really took to took to heart and, you know, it's just one thing I'm, I'm definitely going to use. So
6: how much of that is about strength, like get, gaining strength or how much of it is about leverage and positioning and you technique? It, like what, what's the balance there?
11: It's all of those things, you know, me personally, you know, I wanted to get stronger. Just all see that's one thing I've been, you know, that I emphasize and, you know, it's just, you got to have strength, you know, in order to, you know, be physical with the guy in front of you. Cause, you know, you know, I'm playing against pro, pro cornerbacks. You know, these guys are strong You know, they're here for a reason. So. Therefore, he was just, just saying, bro, you got to get stronger, you know, and then use your technique. And so.
6: How do you like? – I've always – like, you know, remember there was like David Boston back in the day and even now like dudes that get too gunned up and people think, you know, it loses your fluidity and maybe hurts your hands. Like, like how did is – there, is there any have, – have guys evolved to the point where you can add add the strength but still keep the fluidity in your hips and in your movement and your catching in terms of adding strength in the offseason? season?
11: Yeah, definitely. Um, you just gotta, you know, work on, keep working on those things. You don't want to just go out there and just lift
6: weights only. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you got to, you got to catch. You're catching. You're like after you lift, you go and you catch every day. Yeah.
11: Right. Yeah, yeah. Like after you, you, don't want, you like walk that. in
6: all swole up. Yeah. You know
11: be, what happened? You can play tight end now. Or something <laughs> like
6: that. No, not want to play tight end. So, <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to block anybody. Uh not Joe Burrow. Confidence. Joe Burrow. Obviously, getting hurt sucks, but you guys seem to have a connection from, from, from jump street. Um, What, 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 what is working with Joe like?
11: Um, You know, it's, you can tell that he's, you know, he's a hard worker and, you know, he's all about his business. And, you know, me seeing that is just, you know, that makes me want to be even more about my business. Even I'm not saying that I'm not, but, you know, just seeing how, how focused he was coming in and how he knew everything like that. And the way he studied, it was just like, okay, I need to study more, you know, especially if I want to, you know, build a career with this guy. And so just seeing how how focused he was made me way more focused. And, you know, our connection was just boom, 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 you know, it just
6: connected right away. How good were your teams in high school?
11: think it was pretty good. It was it, we didn't you know make it to the state championship or anything like that, but you know we we ran a wing T offense. So I mean, you did wing T. We ran a wing T offense, and I was basically they just threw it up to me on goal balls, and you know I just had to make a play. So.
6: That's a, that's amazing. They ran my high school. Uh, Deshaun Foster went to my high school. Frosty Rucker and some of those dudes they ran wing T, and they I mean Deshawn had like thirty seven hundred yards or something. I mean it was. It was crazy, crazy. I asked because the losing, right? Like you go to Clemson, you ain't losing to Clemson. Right. right. Like a disappointing year is hey, we lost in the first game of the playoff where we played in the we played in a New Year's Day bowl game, right?
8: Mm-hmm.
6: I mean, even the first game of the season, you guys played great and lost on a on a missed makeable field goal, right? Mm-hmm. To the to the Chargers. Yeah, and are. I'm sure you go to the locker room. And for every everybody's been around the Bengals. That's kind of normal for mm-hmm. you. How do you how do you handle the, the losing? It was definitely different. I went from you know losing three games in
11: three years to you know going four in, what twelve in the season. 12. Yeah, and I mean it was de- it's definitely different. I had to you know I mean I'm not okay with it, but I didn't have a choice but to take it. You know what I'm saying? Take those L's and that, me me nor Joe like like losing. Yes, I mean, nobody likes losing, but, you know, no. but me and him, we came from, you know, winning teams and it was just like, we got to change this. We got to change this around, bro. It's like, we got to do something about it. And, you know, that's what, that's what we're doing. And if you, and if you go back and look at those games, um, we were, to the Colts, we was up 21-0 first half. Yeah. And they came back and beat us. We just got to be able to, you know, as a team, keep that momentum going through the whole game. You know what I'm saying? And
6: it. it's 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 like it's like a forever question it's like how do you change the mentality right and and it it did happen at clemson like clemson was always successful but there was always that ceiling right hmm. and then you know really with with Deshaun it kind of broke through and 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 kind of broke through and then Trevor's kind of p- picked it up after after one year right um but but never to the point of where it is in with with the Bengals but it's still it's uh and fans I think have it too where they expect you either expect something good to happen or you expect something bad to happen mm-hmm. and I guess that's the big question is how do you I guess you have just have to go do it and then everybody believes or can you believe before it happens
11: you just gotta go do it you just gotta go do it you gotta go out there with the mindset that you're gonna win the game uh just like uh the second time we played Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know, nobody thought we was going to, not, not saying us, I'm saying on the outside, you know, none of the, no nobody thought we was going to beat Pittsburgh. But we went out there and shocked the world, you know. We threw the ball 13 times. We didn't, what? We threw it 13 times and went out there and beat Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh still. And, you know, it was just, we believed in ourselves. And now that we, now us seeing that we, when we beat Pittsburgh, we just, we can do this. Like, this is something like we can do. Like, yeah. So, what I'm saying, like, we just got to go out there and just play, us, be us and just play our game and the outcome be what we want it to be.
6: T, you, you, you said you get from wing T offense in high school to at Clemson, as talented as you are, they pa- people passed on you in the first round, right? And now here you are after an incredible rookie season uh, with your Panini trading cards. Like, what's that like when you look down and he's like, I got my – You know, and those cards are cool, too. Those are, like, they're, like, put up on your wall, cool. What's that emotion for you like?
11: Oh, no, man, it's just a dream come true. You know, just seeing, you know, myself on picture on a card, a trading card, it's just something, you know, it's just a dream come true, you know. um, Just sitting there signing it, thinking back, like, who is this card going to go to? Who is this card going to go to? You know, what if this guy I know, gets his card that I just signed. Like it's just, it's just crazy, you know, to think about. And like I said, um, you know, my my high school basketball coach, his son, you know, he has maybe what, like 20 of my cards. And just seeing that that he has those cards is just, you know, it's you know, it's a blessing. You know, just being able to see him, you know, be like, T, 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 I got your car, I got your car. I'm like, man, that's, that's, how did you get it? Like, how did you get it? And he just told me all the stuff that he went to a card show. Uh, I got it from this store. I got it from this place. It's just crazy that he's going all to all these places, different states, just to get a card. You know, with my signature on my face.
6: It's just, it's a blessing. It's, it's pretty amazing. I know you got to go, but uh, look, Joe, before he hurt his knee, he gets some buckets, right? Like last year, Sugar Bowl, he was getting buckets. Joe, who, who gets more buckets and hoops, you or Joe?
11: Me. He can shoot,
6: but well, he's old. He's already old. He's like he's like twenty five anyway, right? So he's he's he, an old head now. So so he's going he's going three point line to three point line. I bet he never even steps foot in the lane. <laughs> See me, I'm going. I'm going in. I'm 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 trying to dunk on somebody. Hey, ha, have a great and healthy off season. Uh, look forward to seeing you when you come back all swole, throwing on like thirty thirty more pounds. And uh, appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate you joining us. All right. That's T. Higgins joining us. Will we have a record-breaking Super Bowl? Find out next.
7: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
9: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables.
10: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, Ready for a Super Bowl and this guy performing at halftime, let's get to the press.
7: The Press.
6: The Doug Gottlieb show is live in the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. Dan, what do you got? Doug, we have got some Super Bowl prop bets to wrap
0: this baby up. It. All right, Doug. Speaking of the yeah. weekend, uh, uh, will the weekend be wearing gloves when he is first seen Performing at halftime. Yes,
6: gloves and my guest is a mask.
0: Uh yes is a minus three hundred. That's the odds on favorite. If you don't like it, you can bet it at plus two hundred right Roger now. Matt. All right, you talked about the missed extra point issue with uh uh with Harrison Butker and the Chiefs this year. Will there be a missed extra point in the game on Sunday?
6: Yes, there will. All right, that's plus two forty. Rule change in the history of sports, by the way. It's <laughs> moving it back, so it's a thirty-three yard kick.
0: Yeah, uh, give away a point. That yeah, made no sense to me. Well, oh, Doug, will the field goal record of fifty-four yards be broken on Sunday?
6: Uh, no, no
0: one. That's minus three hundred. Again, the conditions that we touched on. While it's not expected to rain during the game, could make it a little soggy to do so. Doug, will the Super Bowl receptions record be broken? James
6: White has the
0: record of fourteen in Super Bowl Fifty One. No. Yes. I think
6: Clyde edwards will, will will do quite well, but mm. no. I think you're going to see a lot of Travis
0: Kelsey. Uh, yes is plus 500, no Yay. minus 900. Yay. Oh, LeBron James, you're in a prop bet. Will LeBron, just the name LeBron, be said during the CBS broadcast on Sunday? Will there be any mention no. of LeBron James? No. All right, that's minus 550. Yes is plus 325. That's the action that I want. Because at some point you're gonna, ha- you know, they're gonna talk about the goats, and so you're gonna have Brady, Mahomes, and Jordan, LeBron. I'm guessing yes on that one. Uh, finally, Doug, will President Joe Biden call the winning head coach after Super Bowl 55? Absolutely, that absolutely. Is, that's the odds-on favorite right now, minus 450, no, plus
6: 275, and that's the press.
7: Hey, get out there and press. That was the press.
6: All right, we got a Super Bowl. We're we're, we're ready. I feel like we're ready. Uh, Buyer, you know what? You, everybody knows that buyers grilling some sort of charcuterie board sounds like what's going on at uh, Music's household, and then pigs <laughs> in a blanket, school. pigs yeah. in a blanket in uh, at the Ramos household. I'm coaching basketball by day, but I'm gonna be grilling something. Think about getting some some sort of pork shoulder or something. Just having some pulled pork or whatever. Maybe some ribs. I had ribs earlier really this week, but some will be cooking on the grill. Uh, we will do it right. Enjoy the Super Bowl. I, I hope there's a commercial or two we could talk about. Feel free to tweet at me at Gottlieb Show as you're watching. We're watching. Download the All Ball podcast. I'm taking Tampa, or shall I say, Tampa, Tampa, to win the Super Bowl. This is Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio.
4: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano.
3: to start listening.